Thank you all for coming. To the Rue Bennett Memorial Service. So sad to see Rue go out this way. But you know it's coming. Maybe a little pre-early, a little pre-meditate, but whatever you want to call it. Rue about to get bodied, fam. And I don't care what anybody say. Rue was always one of my favorite characters in television history. It's so sad to see Rue go down this path of drug addiction. But what can you do? Everybody got their vices. Everybody got their own opinions of what life is. Rue will be survived by a mother and a sister. And of course her uh what do, do we call do we call Jules her girlfriend and her girlfriend Jules or whatever they do I don't even know if they're like in a relationship they don't even fuck so yeah rest in peace to Jules Bennett or Jules rest in peace sorry for your lost Jules because Rue down bad man you know sometimes you gotta spark one up for your lost ones That hit was for Rue. Because Rue, I rue the day that I'm going to have to talk about the inevitability. Yes, I'm going Thanos on Rue. It's inevitable that she's going to fuck up and fuck up this lady's drugs. And this lady is going to kill her, damn it. She already told her before she left, if you fuck me, I will have someone kidnap you and sell you into prostitution. I will make my money back. This is what this lady said. Bold as day. No motherfucking smile on her face. She didn't go like, eh, just kidding. She's like, I'm serious. And what does Rue do? Go home with $10,000 worth of drugs and goes for the fentanyl. Ladies, gentlemen, non-baronary listeners, it's not going to cut it, man. And I got to say, I'm very disappointed. But can you be disappointed in a junkie? Can you be disappointed in a drug addict? They say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing repeatedly and expecting different results. When has anyone ever gave, given a drug addict product and they came back with the bread? It doesn't happen. Rue did a straight drug addict move and when it found someone gullible enough, I guess because this lady doesn't know her, like say uh, Fezco knows her, because Fezco said, uh, Rue, get the, get the fuck out of my face. You think I'm about to front you $5,000 worth of weight and I know you're a junkie and I know you be doing drugs in my backseat? And I know that you come over here and you was banging on my fucking door for drugs. And yeah, I'm going to just give you $5,000 worth of drugs. Get the fuck out of here. Shout out to Fezco, man. What about, what about favorite drug dealers? 
even though you don't see him serving no weight. But, yo, shout out to Fesco, man. And shout out to little Ash, bro. Even Ash was looking like, I wish you would get his bitch and bread. But seriously, outside of the eulogy for Rue, welcome to, I'll name this after show later. Told you guys I was going to do a quick recap and then another video on it or another audio on it later. I thought this episode three, the best episode so far in this season. Episode one was phenomenal, though. Episode two was a low for me. I'm not going to front, but episode three, definitely better. Diving into uh, the dad's backstory, seeing a little bit of that. Uh, Nate's dad backstory was a little, it was a little cool. I actually thought his friend was going to like die in some car accident because they was all drunk and shit. That's initially when he got the phone call, I thought that's what the phone call was going to be like, oh, your man's he just he got killed in a car accident or something because it was raining. They had like six shots of tequila wet. I just thought he was out, but nope. Pregnant, I'm assuming with Nate. I'm not sure because they don't specify if he was like, hey, let's go get an abortion. So maybe that was Nate up in that belly. But what do you expect? And I always find it so crazy. I don't know. Maybe they didn't text. Maybe they didn't um, really specify sex education back in those days. But um, I just always feel you bust a nut up in the chick. She's going to get pregnant. That's just my assumption. So I don't know why motherfuckers be acting surprised, man, when they busting nuts up in chicks and then they be pregnant. She going to get pregnant, man. It's inevitable. Again, going Thanos on your ass. It's inevitable. <sighs> Overall, I thought it was a real good episode. Real strong. My favorite part, no cap, though, was Fezco, Ash, Faye, and Nate's dad. Definitely was a top-tier scene, and I really fucking love how Ash just kept cracking him in the head with the butt of the gun. And I'm like, bro, Ash is so fucking gangster. And I'm like, could I? I was like, how old is Ash? He looked like he like 12. Like 13. Now, in the first season, he looked a lot younger, but clearly, this is a couple years later, you know. So he looked, he looked kind of, he kind of looked like he can actually play that part now. Because at first, I was like, I don't know, man, this little ass kid, what's up with him? Now he look a little older, like he like 13 ish. So it's a little more believable in that sense. Pretty disappointed he got face tattoos, though. It's like, why? Um, Face tattoos, I'm trying to think, wasn't really a thing when I was a kid until Lil Wayne just started going brazy. But by the time he's, like, really going crazy, I was, like, out of high school when everybody started getting face tats. So I don't, I never, I never seen anyone at school with face tats. So it's kind of crazy to be seeing, like, Elliot got face tattoos and fucking Ash got face tattoos. But I um, I just thought that was interesting. Who am I disappointed in, you ask? I know no one asked me, but I'm asking. I'm very disappointed 
and Mr. Um, Mr. Koofy. Mr. Guy with the Koofy on his head, man. How you going to be a Muslim and you about to punch a little girl? That was a little, that was kind of hard. Like, that was disheartening to me because he's been playing this mentor role. How you going to tell this shorty, oh, you're not supposed to relapse. You're not supposed to do this. And you can barely keep your cool with a 17-year-old. You mad because a 17-year-old blew you off? So what? Do you want to fuck her? Like, do you're not her dad. I know the story. She, You know, you told her, but you're not her dad. So is that the point? Why can't she disrespect you? I feel like you're being disrespectful every time, knowing that she's going through her shit. Yeah, she on her suicide mission. And that is that is what it is. People that's drug addicts like that, they it's like I'm not saying they go out trying to kill themselves, but they trying to see the limits they can push before they die. And what's so sad and what's so gut-wrenching about Rue, she almost died already. She already overdosed, sister seen her, foaming out the mouth. And just like she said, man, hey, I said it from the beginning, I'm not stopped doing drugs. I'm not going to stop doing drugs. And I'm telling you, man, it's such a crazy parallel with Juice World. Uh, Lil Bibby did an interview with Vlad. And he said that Juice World said, hey, I'll go to rehab, but I'm not going to stop. I love doing this shit. I love getting high. So I'll go to rehab if you want me to, but I ain't stopping. So when you look at it from that perspective, it kind of correlates what's going on with Rue. She's like, bro, my sister see me damn near die. Everyone at everyone in school knows I'm a drug addict. Almost, I not even almost. I overdosed, almost died, and she's still going at it. Now she's upgraded to heroin. Now she's actually saying fuck it, and I'm taking fentanyl. The sad thing about Rue is she doesn't even have a drug of choice. She just like whatever gets me high, I'm taking it, and it's hella sad. It's hella disappointing. Um, but you know, it's life. Some people can't control their addictions and it's just real life, you know? And I really, I like that they're keeping it going. Now I do feel like this show euphoria has a ceiling. If they can't grow past rude doing drugs, because Episode or season one was her. She was still doing drugs, but it was really her trying to become a better person without doing drugs. Clearly, she relapsed because Jules didn't want to fuck with her like that. And it may happen again, because from what I was looking when Jules was talking to Elliot, I don't know, man. I know she loved Rue, but kind of seemed like she wants some Punani and um. Rue ain't giving it to her. And she's definitely going. She like, fuck you. She want to fuck, be fucked. Shout out to Jules Vaughn. She's a fucking slut. <laughs> According to Elliot. Or what did he say? He said slut, right? And he said, I could have said a whore, but yeah. So shout out to uh, 
Jules, man. I hope she don't leave Rue. But the fucked up thing is they're back together and she's fucking still doing drugs. So was she already just too caught into the point to whereas she's just going to keep doing drugs until she's dead because she knows that, hey, Juice could say she loved me, but she left me already. She showed me that she'll leave me even though I need her for mental support. So I'm thinking that's playing a big part in why she's still doing the drugs and going heavy. For her to come up with an elaborate plan just to get drugs to get high with, I'm sorry. It's it's kind of sad. Now, the only saving grace is that Rue in the trailers that I watched looked like she was surrounded by some cops. So maybe she actually does put a plan together to where she get to trapping out the bando. But if she doesn't, because she was saying, okay, I got five. She said five. She Did she say five girls? She said she knew four or five girls who would be down to do it. Who are these four or five girls? The only person she hangs out with is Jules and Elliot at this point. She don't really, it's not like she's hanging out with Lexi. Lexi like, bruh, no. I just, I don't even remember the, I don't even remember the last time I seen her hang out with Lexi. You watched season one recently. Did she hang out with Lexi? She didn't even hang out with Lexi. Yeah, they only showed that part where they was hanging out and she was getting high. And clearly that was before her overdose. So it doesn't seem like she hangs out with Lexi. Who are these four or five girls? Maddie doesn't seem like she's trying to sell drugs. Neither does Kate. Is it Katie? Neither does uh, Cassie. I mean, I don't get it. And speaking of Cassie, man, I ain't going to lie. I don't know what's worse in the show. Rude drug addiction or Cassie's fucking obsession with Nate. It's a little off-putting, disturbing, if you might add. And now I've heard this plenty of times and it's not, I heard this all the time. And in high school, uh, I don't know about where you guys went to school at, but I know in Las Vegas, high school, school starts at 7 a.m. on a dot. So most girls I knew always woke up at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. to get ready. And I'd be like, damn, my dusty ass wake up about an hour before school start. Brush my teeth, brush the waves back then when I was when I had it like that, and go to school. But I always heard like females take extra time to get all pretty and shit. But what fucking Cassie was doing? Pathetic. I mean, come on. And then she started acting all giddy and shit because Nate said he said something to her. It's just um. It just doesn't go with what, maybe because it's me and I'm shallow, it just doesn't go with what I think women are. Women don't give a fuck about dudes like that, especially when you like super fine and shit and they portray Maddie, Cassie, like they the fine girls group in the school. 
girls like that don't be giving a fuck, man, because all the niggas want that. And I don't even think Nate still play football, man. He got kicked off the team. Who the fuck is Nate? I don't know. It's just a little weird. It ain't her putting up on that damn whatever the hell she was wearing. And I think I seen, matter of fact, now I think about it, I think that little part was from the trailer. Because I rem- when I was watching it, I was like, am I having deja vu with this sh- with these shows? Or is uh, certain shit happening? But then when I think about it now, I think it was from the trailer about, uh, oh, you auditioned for Oklahoma. And, bro, they was cooking Cassie ass. And when she splurted out that shit about her being with Nate, I was so glad when they said she didn't really say that. Because I'm like, fam, I know you didn't just say that shit. You sound dumb. You sound thirsty. You sound like a thought. That's a that's a thought dumpling. Like, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. A lot of these girls irritating me this season. Cassie's one of them. And Katie, oh, my God. <sighs> How do you not have anything nice about yourself to say? And I know. Me, a 30-year-old man saying a high school student should have something nice to say about themselves. But I mean, damn. How you go to dinner with your man's parents and literally sounds like, if it's me, I'm not even lying. If I'm dating a girl and we in high school, and I bring her around my parents, and she sound like that. It ain't nothing to cut that bitch off. Snip, snip. Cause uh, no, get the fuck out of my face. Sounding like I just guess I just don't even know myself. What? And even the mom was like, "Well, that was very interesting." Like, damn, shorty, don't be embarrassing me like that. So yeah, Katie, Kate, whatever her name is, she been kind of she been kind of irritating me these last uh couple of episodes. And I was rooting for her in the first season because you know I love my BBWs. I was rooting for her in the first season. But um I don't know, she kind of kind of annoying me thus far. But I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll see. What I did take away from this, though, is Elliot is going to smash Jules. And that might be the downfall of Jules and Rue. I was thinking about this because they were a little too chummy. Now, I was surprised that they didn't fuck right there. And I was actually surprised that they didn't all have a threesome when they were in the room together. But then that's when Elliot starts saying about, hey, maybe Rue is asexual. And I didn't, even, I didn't even think about it, but you had a girl or I don't know what they, I don't even know if they're together. It seems like it because in the last season, it seemed like they were just like friends, but then they started like kind of digging each other. I don't know. Yo, think about having that much freedom in your dating life. Like, you could date a girl or get fucked by a guy. I mean, 
freedom, I guess, right? Jules is living the life. It's like that shit Dave Chappelle said. When he's talking about the the uh the trans, the gays and the bars and the lesbians, and he was like, the bias is like, I'll fuck anybody in this car. That's exactly what I was thinking about, man. And um, yo, Ellie is a nasty man. Truth or dare, your first dare is yo, yo, Jules. Oh, I want you to piss in front of the, in the middle of the street. Bro, Elliot like that dangling. Elliot wants some dangling down his throat. I could tell. He was like, well, I'll fuck like four or three guys. Nah, you wasn't playing, my guy. You were serious. Hey, what y'all think? Y'all think Elliot want to smash Rue? Because I'm thinking he's trying to gargle on some balls. And you know what? I think I flamed Elliot last... Maybe first episode or last episode, but I can't lie, man. Elliot was pretty cool in this episode three. I'm not even going front. I was actually digging Elliot Pauls. I was actually fucking with Elliot in this uh, episode. I thought he was pretty good. I think he's n- more and more is going on. I actually think he's a good addition to the show. Because with just the girls... And that storyline, a lot of that shit is starting to get a little old to me, especially with um, Nate and Maddie. It's like, man, what y'all doing? What y'all doing? Y'all fucking or not? And I love Nate, though. Yo, Nate is consistently an asshole. And I fucking love it. He is the typical villain. And like I said, my guy is playing it to the core. So him and Cassie's supposed to go out. She all giddy. He been smashing her for what? The last three Fridays. And then um, she get ready. And he was like, funny thing is, uh, something came up. So I'll see you next week. Yo, my guy didn't call. He didn't hit her up. So he'd be like, hey, don't even get dressed. I got to do some shit tonight. He let Shorty get dressed, meet him at the rendezvous point, and then sent her a text, not even a call, bro. Sent her a text like, yeah, I ain't coming through, man. So uh, deuces. And what'd he do? Pulled up to motherfucking Maddie's house like a boss with some flowers. Yo, shout out to Nate, man. Everybody was happy Nate got cracked in his face with a bottle. I was a little happy too, I ain't gonna lie. Because you're talking about Fezco. But come on. Nate is the guy. I feel like I feel like me personally, Nate really makes the show because he's the villain of the show. He was the villain of the first season. Talking about um, damn, what's that word? Uh blackmailing. He tried to blackmail Jules. And the way he did with Fez. He was, I mean, I really thought he was a good villain. Even like telling his dad, like, yeah, because you fucking own fucking Jules. Now, the dad finding out that Nate is actually in love with Jules, that is what I'm interested in seeing. Now, who knows if he still loves Jules? Clearly, Nate likes fucking women. I haven't seen Nate fuck a guy, even though he had a phone full of dicks. I don't know if Nate got a little dick. He could just be sub. He could be subconscious. It's like, bro, I ain't big enough. I don't know what's going on with Nate. 
But um, I haven't seen him fuck a guy yet. Now, if you want to be that person, be like, well, you know, he was trying to fuck on Jules. Jules is technically a guy. But it's 2022, man. Jules a woman, okay? So he was, you know, he actually told Jules. He was like, all I see is a beautiful woman right here. He didn't say, like, he's not looking at Jules as a trans person. It doesn't seem like he's looking at Jules as a woman. So it seemed like Nate is, he's into the vag or the idea of vag, right? So I haven't seen a fucking guy yet. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. And he going back and forth with uh, Cassie and Maddie. So, yo, my guy Nate likes to puss, man. He likes to puss. So um, I fuck with Nate. I want to see more of Nate, to be real with you. I really want to see more of Nate. I hope they don't, like, kill him off. But this isn't that kind of show. This isn't, like, power, you know, where they just be killing motherfuckers. But I do feel like every show has to have a meaningful death. No matter what. I mean, unless it's, like, some Disney sitcom, Nassau Raven shit. Every show has a meaningful death. It doesn't matter who, what, how kind of show it is. It has a meaningful death. So maybe in this season, they'll kill someone that was needed for the show or that was a big part of the show because you kind of just have to do that to make people be like feeling like shit and just feeling all down. But at the same time, I look at it like on my block. Another one of the high school shows that I love, Four Seasons. Thought that they did a phenomenal job. I don't think anybody died until the last season. Important. And that was uh spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it on my block, uh the you know, Caesar died. And I didn't even know I liked Caesar that much. I was crying and shit. I kind of think it was the alcohol, but nevertheless, if you get the liquor in me and I'm sad, I'm gonna cry. So, and I'm 30. That's what you do when you're 30, man. You cry when you need to. I repeated my Packers. Um, so I just, I don't know, man. I think somebody has to die. I don't think anyone died in the first season. And the second season, I'm thinking somebody got to die or go to jail. I think it's just got to be that simple. So It has to be some big controversy because, like I said, you're not going to give me a third season of Rude doing drugs. You're just not. I said from the first season, I thought that first season was so good, they didn't need to come back. I felt like it was the rare case of it was so good, I don't want to see more of it because it could ruin the shit. Now, so far, they two for three. Episode two is trash, but one and three both fought. Now, um, I do know people feel like, yo, this, the drug shit with Rue, is getting is getting like overly done, is getting redundant. I like I said, I have no problem with it because once a junkie, always a junkie, and it's just this. It's just the fucking facts of life. Even even with um people who got weight issues, once a fat person, always a fat person. So even when you lose weight, 
and all of this shit, you constantly thinking about it. Me, even me, right? I remember it was like a few years ago, um, probably like 2018, I think it was. I I was walking past like a store or something. I saw myself in a reflection, and I was like, I'm tired of being fat. And I fucking worked out for months. Motherfuckers like, damn, man, you looking good and shit. And then, you know, fucking you relapse. You stop working out. You start eating again. And it's just hard to stay consistent. And it's something you think about every day. And it's the same shit with drug addicts. You know, you could be clean for a month. You could be clean for two three, four, five, maybe a year, maybe two. It's an everyday fight and everyday battle. Rest in peace to Keisha Cole, mom. She lost her battle to addiction because it just doesn't stop. Sometimes you got that little voice in your head that's telling you to do the bad things. Some people can avoid the voice in their head and say, no, I'm gonna do the right thing. A lot of people like me just give in to the voice in your head. Hey, don't order Uber Eats at two in the morning. Okay, I'm going to order it twice because I'm drunk and I'm feeling like shit about myself. So when you think about it from those perspectives, the addiction doesn't stop. And no matter how many days, months, years you've been off the shit, every day you think about it. Ask any recovering drug addict, alcoholic. These motherfuckers count the days. Oh, I'm four years sober. I'm five years sober. Oh, I've been doing this for this long. If you didn't give a fuck, you wouldn't even keep track of it. You know? So that's all I got to say to about Rue. I've seen this going on on Twitter where people was like, bro, this shit with Rue is just sad. It's because it's sad and depressing. And it's because you know that this is happening out here. But hey, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. Um, keep it going. But you're not going to give me three seasons of Rue just doing drugs. And I think to this point, she's still like a sophomore. Or like a, she's like a sophomore or a junior, I think. So it's like, she's like nowhere out of high school. She's still got like years left. So yeah, you got to give me, like I said, I'm really, I hope we get to see Trap Rue. Yeah, she doing her drugs, but she getting her bread, getting that money, getting that moolah. That's what I want to see. I do not want to see Rue. I know we have fun with the eulogy and shit in the beginning. I do not want to see Rue do all those drugs. Bro, the lady gave her two. It's like, I'm not even going to lie. It's like the lady set her up for failure. Off the bat, this one girl, you try to give her $50,000 worth of weight? Her? Shaggy? What the fuck? You try to get this young ass girl that you know is in high school, that you know is a drug addict, $50,000 worth of weight. Okay. Y'all settle up on 10. You give her a month to get it off. A month. That is so much rope to hang yourself. It's ridiculous. Me, I'd have given her $2,000 worth of product, bring it back with some profit. In two weeks. Oh, two weeks. Let me see what you do with that. Statues of limitations. But you know, shit, when I got my first pack, 
My nigga didn't say, oh, bring me this back in a month. He's like, sell this, which was like a little ounce. And he was like, bring it back. I brought it back. Boom. More than you get more and more and more. You don't just start off with $10,000 worth of drugs. Like, what the hell is going on? So I don't know, man. I just feel like the lady is trying to set her up for failure. Or maybe she really feel like she's a genius. We didn't really get that much of her plan. Honestly, I didn't really hear an elaborate plan where I was like, damn, Rue really know what the fuck she doing. They didn't like spell it out or anything. So I don't know. I just really hope that's not how it is with Rue doing all the drugs. She didn't even go to any of the cool drugs. She went to the fentanyl. I feel like that was the most disturbing thing of all. She didn't go for the coke. She didn't go for the pills. Yo, season one, she was doing just she was on pills. Coke, the cool shit. Season two, nigga, she's sniffing up heroin. Now she's just willingly taking fentanyl. Just doesn't sit right in my soul. And even she knows it doesn't sit right because she broke it down. Well. I know a lot of people are rooting for me, so I have a responsibility to uh, to make sure I'm alive or some shit she said. Not good enough. You got to be better than that, Rue. But I really hope she uh, I really hope she has a legit plan and can swing this the right way with Fazco, with uh, with Jules, with Elliot. I hope she does it, man. What do y'all think? Do y'all think Rue is going to fumble the bag or is she going to keep taking drags? Let me know at the KC Network 702 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can give a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That would be much appreciated. And just tell me your thoughts on what you thought about the episode. And let's talk, chit-chat, have some fun with it, man. Uh, Again, if you... One of the listeners from Straight Out of Marvel, much appreciated. Thank you for all the support. Um, this has been another episode of I'll name this after show later. And I can't lie, man. I kind of like this format. Just talking. Because I can talk. Get a little, get a little of that lick in my system. Smoke a little tweaks. I can talk, man. This is what I do, man. This is this is how I get money, man. Um so, yeah, I just appreciate y'all, man. Been another good. I actually thought this was probably my strongest episode so far of uh, our name is out the show later. So uh, like, comment, subscribe and all that good shit, man. And I will see you for the next one. Euphoria. Great show, man. Um, I'm trying to think what I'm going to do for Peacemaker. I ain't going to lie. Um. It just threw me off with them putting out three episodes at one. I'm like, golly. But what I think I'm going to do, I think I'm going to just watch every episode and talk about it, how I'm doing with this shit. So it might be just like that. I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm going to do that. So uh, be on the lookout for some Peacemaker content as well. That's been another episode of I'll name this after show later. Episode three It's your host, Kevin 27. And I'm out. Believe until you make believers.